cafe anyway Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2729 2729. Mike Matthews. We may have missed a day. I don't know. I don't want to tell on myself. But Mike's Daily Podcast. I think I just I revealed a little bit behind the scenes of some of the things that happen. The things that make life so interesting. Make you go laughing. Like, oh, I guess I missed a day. It's Mike's Daily Podcast. How can you get away with that, Mike? I don't know. So, here's the thing. Mike's Daily Podcast. If you were thinking about buying a house, maybe next year is the year for you. Mike's Because... Daily Did you hear today? Podcast. The Fed said they weren't going to raise yeah. interest rates. And in fact, they were going to be cutting interest rates next year. Which means... If you have money in the bank, you're not going to be making as much money in the interest that you would get. You're not so much money anymore. We had like a, we were making some money, a little bit, but now it's going to start to drop, and it's going to go super low, like it did just after the economic downturn, the debt crisis, the real estate crisis, whatever they called it. The housing pandemic I don't remember So it'll be slightly different Hey I want to say real quickly A big thank you To someone On Twitter I don't know if they're real Or if they're a bot But their name is Daffy Pop Kelly And they wrote the following on X I just listened to Mike's Daily Podcast The FF episode I called Content And it's a refreshing mix of humor, commentary, and quirky perspectives. Now, I don't think it's a bot because I don't remember anywhere ever writing that down. Or anyone else I know writing that about me. So, I'm thinking that might be something original and not AI-driven. Daffy Pop Kelly said, it's a therapeutic escape from the news cycle. And here's today's podcast picture. Daffy Pop Kelly, that is brilliant. A therapeutic escape from the news cycle. I love it. I am absolutely in love with that sentiment. The podcast picture is of last night. I was over in Niles with my lovely lady friend. The beautiful little town there that's in Fremont, up against the hill that has all this Hollywood history, though it's nowhere near Hollywood, except it's in the same state as Hollywood. The late great Basil the Boxer and I went there a couple of times during his wonderful, robust life. And my lovely lady friend and I went there last evening, and I got this wonderful little Christmas picture of their huge Christmas tree that they have downtown. See that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com and all the other podcast pictures. So Daffy Pop Kelly says it's a therapeutic escape from the news cycle with a touch of science and travel. Definitely worth a listen. Hashtag podcast, hashtag entertainment. How nice is that? Can I just tell you, no one in the history of this podcast, all FFF, how many F episodes are we at? 2,729. Nowhere in the 2,729 FF episodes has anyone ever said anything like that, ever. Yet I continue on. 
Because I am brave Because I'm Sagittarius And I found out last night That Sagittariuses are brave Sagittarians Adenda with Kevin With this show But that was very nice Why don't you ever say anything nice? There's my po- website Mike'sDailyPodcast.com That you can comment at Or the phone number Which I always say at the end of the podcast But it is 510-228-4640 Now I, I don't make any money on this podcast I did at one time have curly hair That was robust and fun Somewhere in my early 20s Late teens And it all fell out You are a man Sometimes you wear stretchy pants Because that having all that hair was a bit of a chore And now I'm streamlined And I think I've just come up with the name for today's podcast Streamlined But yes I think Therefore I say To you That if you want to buy a house Maybe waiting till next year is the best thing to do Mortgage rates will fall To 6% By the end of 2024 they're predicting Rates have fallen from a peak Of 8% To a 4 month low Of 7.03% So we'll go down Two more percentage points Next year The housing market may turn a corner But don't expect it to improve significantly Rates are still considerably higher Than the 4% mortgage rates That you had Through most of the 10s The 2010s It's down there at 4% No one MTV News You hear it First Expects a sustained drop in home prices Due to the shortage in inventory However, that's unfortunate Because house prices did go down During that economic downturn That uh, recession, whatever we called it Analysts expect home sales to remain slow Due to poor affordability, tight credit conditions And a slowing economy The housing market in 2023 Made for the least affordable year on record Since 2012 And I got that from Rob Black I produce his podcast The Rob Black Show He does a live radio show Weekday mornings On AM 1220 KDOW And he is also on The television on Cron Monday through Thursday In the 9 o'clock hour And he says A rule of thumb In personal finance Is that people should spend No more than 30% Of their income on housing Now that's become Less realistic But let me put this in perspective for you I am a homeowner I In my 30s Mike is on it man Go with no man has gone We love it Mike To purchase a house But that was only because I was living in Alabama And that was only because my father had passed away And he had left me some money I would never have been able to make The amount of money to buy a house On my own In In the profession that I chose Radio It does not pay well And I save money I cut corners wherever I can As I go outside a cafe anyway with you Anyway To Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth As you know there's a real scary holiday coming up Today in fact I went to go see an optometrist in Podcastro Valley And I was getting this through my Eye insurance Eye care insurance I've not gone to And I care about my eye insurance My eye health My sight But In the late O's 
the early 2000s or the I just call them the O's in the, in the late O's I had the opportunity to get LASIK eye surgery this is Mike's podcast picnic there was many follow ups to make sure that it had taken and it was good and after that I never saw an eye doctor until today so it has been something like 17 years now here's the thing my eyesight it, with the up close reading stuff Like right now I'm wearing glasses to be able to read What I have on my computer screen here Which is just the, the, the following sentence That I just said about the Don't spend more than 30% of your income on housing But What was I? At the time I, I've done them by the house Haven't had any eye exams since Oh Okay, so today I went and got my eye exam, eyes examined And they suggested some Basically some reading glasses that I can get Of course you can buy reading glasses At your Dollar General, Dollar Street, Dollar Whatevers For a dollar And it can do some of what you need done But they were suggesting this, this, and the other thing It was going to cost over 300 Okay, I said no to buying glasses today and I also said no so They go okay well we're gonna check for glaucoma Cause this is the kind of a cutting corners guy I am They said uh, we're going to uh, We can either dilate your eyes Dilate them And then we can see in the back And check for glaucoma Or there is this new service That, that just, just We don't have to dilate your eyes It takes a picture of the back of your eyes But it's gonna cost you 40 bucks and in my cutting corners, always cutting corners frame of mind Because my dad was like that And oh yeah, because I picked a job, a profession that doesn't pay well So I'm just on the, already with the stance With the preparation of not paying a whole bunch Yes, it's frugal, it's cheap, it's stupid Because I should have the glaucoma done But I didn't, I ended up not getting my eyes dilated And I ended up not getting the paying the 40 bucks for the picture of my back of my eyes. So who knows what's going on glaucoma wise in my eyes. But the point is <laughs> there's a little bit of pain involved with trying to find out if you have glaucoma or not. It appears you're either going to get dilated or you're going to pay more money. 40 bucks. You know, I mean people, you know, people get stuck on stupid, you know what I mean? That's something I learned today. But yes, here's what I wanted to tell you though About buying a house Which I did only because of something Somewhat fortuitous happening to me And that is When you have a house It then now involves you You're on the hook for all the repairs You're on the hook for anything going on It's, it's kind of a non-stop expense That I guess it's like raising a child I guess it's like spending a mo uh, money on a child's education On everything that they need Their car, their clothes, their food And everything Get the Getting them out of jail Whatever it is You have to then pay for it So a house is that added expense Now when you rent a place You don't own it but someone else is on the hook for all the repairs And all the stupid things that I mean like toilets backing up That's a that The first time that happens And you own a house You're like what did I get myself into It could be even a small clog 
But the first time you see something that you shouldn't be seeing coming out of the drain of your sho- shower, it's <laughs> it changes everything. The Royal Trump Tweet Decree. And then you got to suddenly flip something in your flip the script in your head and go, "Well, I can fix this." I know other men, manly men who have done it. Welsh on the world. Bitcoin is showing its wild side once again. All this talk about Bitcoin being wonderful and beautiful. Let's buy it. Let's get in on this. Typically, this seems to happen around Thanksgiving. I have noticed. But it dropped $3,000 or almost 5% in minutes. This happened recently. This was about uh, four days ago. Holding court with Lady Katie. And let's see one other thing. Oh, there might be Macy's might be bought out for 5.8 million. So its stocks rallied with that news. Oh, white Christmas is out. Pink Christmas is in. Not because of Pink, the amazing singer. That can also do amazing acrobatics And it's the only thing I like about popular radio these days Because her amazing voice And she has some pretty inspirational type songs She's getting played non-stop constantly Right along next to the birthday girl I won't say her name because she is. Her name is said too often But yes It is not a pink Christmas because of her But because of Barbie Hashtag Pink Christmas has more than 478 million views on TikTok. It has been tagged over 2,444 times on Instagram. And I don't think TikTok is as big across all of the age demographics. Bands mutations. 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 But across a wide Wide demographic All the way from All the way into the 50s You will travel into the incredible universe Of 55 for example TikTok is not You can't Because it's it's borderline Pornography involving young people And it really shouldn't be Used by anybody Ever <laughs> Is what Is what I've And Somebody older around my age said that comment the other day, but I would say I just don't want the the country of China to have all my data. It's just I know absolutely they're going to have it if I I know probably they they get it from other stuff that I'm on, maybe because I'm on Google because I have the Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. Who knows if they're if they can tap into that, but I do know for sure that they own TikTok and I you gotta be careful with that stuff. Fabagoo things to do. Things to do. I'm noticing a lot more people that I know use Instagram than TikTok. Because I'm t- I'm asking I'm asking around. Should I actually start a TikTok this show is clean channel? But I this would how would this even work? How would this even translate my audio podcast on TikTok? It's a visual medium. It's all about quick little visual things. Five minutes and under. And pretty much, I, I'm not going to put it on my phone. I don't want them to have access to my phone and my data. So 
The only way I would use TikTok is if they had a desktop version, which I don't think they do at this point. You're not able to just access them through a website. I got through that. I got into it. <laughs> so there you go. That's some stuff I wanted to get to today. Outside of Cafe Anyway, somewhere in Podcast Valley. And I did. I got to it. Did you notice? Look who's here. Hello, Michael Masters. Madam Rudolph. That was very interesting. And I love pink. Ooh. You know, and I first heard that, Madam Rudolph, when I was at the dentist the other day. And the lady that was checking me out, that doesn't sound right. The lady that was, you know, once, you, once you're done with the dentist and they felt, you know, oh, let's take a look. Oh, yeah, your insurance covers it. Okay, when are you going to come back? All that stuff. That's what I meant by the checking out part. Okay. She said, we were talking about trees. And she said, oh, I want to get a pink tree. And I said, what, is that a thing? And she goes, yeah. And you know what's cool about it is that you could probably keep it up all the way through Valentine's Day. So it has an added element of, ooh, that's cool. I had not realized that. So you will probably see lots of pink trees as you go about your world. Look who else is here. Hello, Dame Mike. This is Valentino, the backing attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you that? Mike, you didn't do that thing with the Madam Rutabaga where you ask her some questions and she says yes twice and then says no. There. Yeah, she didn't say no. And yes, two times. Do you know that? That's right. Madam Rutabaga, did you notice that? Yes. Did you notice I didn't ask those questions? Yes. Do you want me to ask those questions? No. Okay. See, we did it there. A Rutgers University. Oh, wait. Rutgers University suspends students for justice in Palestine group after multiple campus disruptions. They suspended its campus chapter of students for justice in Palestine Monday. Joining a growing number of American universities that have restricted the pro-Palestinian anti-Israel group's operations as campus activism has spiked surrounding the Israel-Hamas war. This according to the Times of Israel. The chapter has two business days to appeal the interim suspension. The university did not say how long the suspension would last if upheld. A dean's letter to the group stated that it had violated several university policies, including those forbidding disruptive or disorderly conduct, failure to comply with university directives, improper behavior by campus guests, and inappropriate use of space. It referenced student complaints that members of the Students for Justice in Palestine group had disrupted classes a program, meals, and students studying. Fox News says Rutgers joins D.C.'s George Washington University and uh, New York City's Columbia University and Brandeis University in Massachusetts in taking disciplinary actions against the Students for Justice in Palestine group while becoming the first public university to do so. Corner. Kathy's Corner. The 
people that are running the universities, they're, uh, well, to sum up, here's Carol Platt Levow. She wrote this interesting commentary. Americans watched in horrified disbelief as the president of Harvard, Penn, and MIT testified before Congress last week. The leaders of the three of the most prestigious universities in the country revealed themselves to be inept, morally bankrupt frauds as they danced around whether campus calls for genocide constitute harassment. This is a moment of maximum peril for elite universities which rely on reputations earned decades ago. Essentially, they run on prestige. If Americans sense they're choosing their students by the same flawed methods they're using to choose their leaders, the prestige that sustains them is very much in jeopardy. And that's exactly what's going on. Elite universities pretend to be mediocracies when that's no longer the case. They've decided to privilege Marxism and intersectionality cloaked as... DEI above merit That's their prerogative But the results were evident At the recent hearings And they weren't impressive So hey Do you want to spend all that money Diversity, equity and inclusion How much money do you want to spend Sending your kids to school And is it really something Are you really 100% behind What that school teaches And where they take their stand on certain things I guess is the question to ask And also uh, Albert Moeller said In recent days university presidents from three elite universities Refused to say that calls on their campuses For the genocide of the Jewish people Would violate their school's code of conduct He says uh, I'm referring to the congressional testimony From the leaders of Harvard, MIT And University of Pennsylvania The moral confusion, secularization, radicalization, the ideological corruption of American higher education has never been more evident. Those three women failed a basic moral test, and let's face it, they failed it publicly and catastrophically. Indeed, they steadfastly resisted making any categorical statement against calls for the mass murder of Jewish people. This tells us a great deal about the rot of America's higher education. It also underlines the incongruity of how so many Christian parents and students think it would be a great achievement to get into those universities. Why are so many parents ready and eager to surrender their offspring, their offspring to a moral swamp? And then he says, uh, Christian parents, when it comes to these schools and increasingly elite American education, keep your children far, far away. I did not go to one of those universities. I really didn't even know that it was a thing to be at those universities. I went to the University of California, Santa Barbara, and I was quite happy there and I loved it. Now, it was in no way a Christian university, but it was still awesome. And here's the thing. It wasn't until I got out of that college and graduated and was trying to get a job and it was not easy to find a job, but that I heard it was so easy to get a job if you went to Harvard or MIT or any of those schools. 
And it just seemed so unfair. And it seemed like, what is the deal? We pay so much money for school. We pay so much money for colleges. And all we're paying for is the prestige, is the reputation. But is it really there? Is it really something? Is is it all that it's cracked up to be? Is there? Is it a nothing burger, as the people on the right like to say? I... If I were a parent sending my kid to school, paying for their university, I would not want to send them to something, you know, blow all my money that I have to something, something that, I don't know, not just behind, but I guess that's the end of the podcast because I'm getting a little behind with all the other stuff I need to do today. So I will leave it there, but you can chime in and tell me what you think at this number. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway Hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, here's A-Frame. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.